Today, uh, the body of Christ is not as effective as it should be dahil maraming mga Kristiyano, unfortunately, believe that, uh, you know, only some of us are called by God to serve in the ministry. Meaning, naisip nila na, well, you know, if I'm just an ordinary Christian, ang kailangan ko lang naman gawin ay dumalo sa worship service, or maybe yun lang talaga gusto ko, no? Uh, or maybe to give financially to the ministry. Pero I do not see myself as really being called by God to serve in the ministry or that it is important in my Christian life. Now, yung ganitong klaseng paniniwala at ganitong pananaw is of course detrimental to the effectiveness of the body of Christ, of the church. Uh, and also, it is detrimental as far as yung experience ng bawat uh, mananampalataya in terms of, you know, God's saving purposes. I'm not saying na pag hindi ka nagsuserve, hindi ka na saved, you know. But what I'm saying is that yung salvation mo includes yung day-to-day response mo to the grace of God. And uh, God doesn't simply want to just parang save you in the past tense, but in the present tense as well. It's an ongoing reality na naisipatupad ng Panginoon uh, sa buhay natin. In other words, it is not taught in Scripture na meron lang iilan ang tinawag niya to serve o maglingkod sa isang ministeryo. Uh, bagkos, tinawag niya tayong lahat. Everyone is called by God to serve the Lord in some kind and some form of ministry according to God's grace no? sa bawat isa sa atin. Now, the goal of this calling is actually to live out our Christian unity, yung ating pagkakaisa in the Lord. And this is really part of the saving grace of God, which is what Paul is talking about doon sa sulat niya sa you know, Ephesians, you know, or mga taga-Ephesus. In other words, true Christian unity po means everyone should be in ministry. No exception. So if you're listening today uh, in this devotional and you are not serving the Lord, well, you know, you should pray and ask God to guide you and help you to discover kung ano ang pwede mo maging magawa, you know, as part of God's people. Uh, wherever you might be, whoever you might be, so that you can glorify the Lord and experience sa buhay mo the saving grace of God. And also through you, for others as well. Uh, at the same time, if you are serving the Lord, you know, wag po tayong tumigil and magpatuloy tayo dapat or maybe even tanungin natin si Lord if there are other things that God may want us to do. So in other words, lahat po tayo should be in some kind of ministry, one way or the other, uh, serving the Lord, at nagkakaisa tayo rito in doing God's purpose uh, for our lives as well as the lives of others in this world. So, ang passage natin today is Ephesians chapter 4, verses 7 to 13. Okay, and let's read that at uh, pagkatapos manalangin po tayo. Ganito po ang sabi sa verse 7. <coughs> Excuse me. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, When he ascended on high, 
He led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. Verse 9, What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? Verse 10, He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. Verse 11, It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. Verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. And then verse 13, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Tayo po ay manalangin. Let's all pray. <coughs> Lord, maraming salamat po for your grace, O God, uh, for waking us up. Or for others naman po, for giving them the entire day to do whatever it is na nagawa na nila by God's grace. Salamat po, Panginoon. And as we go through this uh, meditation and devotions, Panginoon, speak to us, help us, guide us. And help us, O Lord God, to uh, hear what your Spirit is saying, Panginoon. Use me also, Lord, by the grace of God, that I may be able, Lord, to share your truth uh, in a way that is uh, in accordance with your will, Panginoon. Gabayan niyo po ako. Give me wisdom. Give me the words to say that I may say it in the right way. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. <coughs> amen. Praise God. So, Pag-usapan po natin tong bagay na to, no? Praise the Lord. Uh, bakit ba natin sinasabi, no? Na every Christian should be in ministry. This is important kasi because I know there are some na medyo, you know, tinitigasan nila yung heart nila, ayaw nila mag-serve for whatever reason. Siguro, hindi naman ako karapat-dapat dyan, o kayo na lang, o kaya tapos na ako dyan. Whatever reason ang nasa isip ng isang tao. I do believe na we have to understand very carefully na may mga dahilan why we should really think about and pray, Lord, ano ba ang nice mong gawin ko with the time, talents, and treasures na binigay mo sa akin. Because this is part of the saving grace of God sa buhay natin. Uh, nireconcile niya tayo with Himself. Through the death of Christ on the cross, which means pinatawad niya tayo by, by the blood of Jesus. That's true. Tapos in-elevate niya tayo uh, to um, the status of uh, God's children and God's people. So ngayon, meron na tayong ikanga uh, new identity. Bagamat nakatago ito in Christ, pero still reality ito. We are uh, raised up and seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. And so, therefore, we have a secure and safe uh, status or identity in Him. Wala na tayong dapat ikatakot because we are complete in Christ. So, that's a wonderful blessing. Totoo yun. Pero aside from those things, uh, part ng ating salvation, and this is the good news, is that through Jesus, we can actually experience in the here and now, Yung transformation in Christ, you know, through the Holy Spirit. 
In other words, hindi lang parang something na spiritual na, you know, hindi naman natin nakikita. The Lord is also working out His salvation in the here and now sa buhay natin each and every day. And that includes, of course, transforming um, yung character natin through the work of the Holy Spirit in us. But the purpose of that is so that we may all be united in fulfilling His will and so that we may actually uh, do the good works that He has prepared in advance for us to do. In other words, you know, may layunin ng Panginoon sa buhay natin. Hindi tayo nabubuhay sa mundo simply to exist. Uh, definitely, hindi lang para umate ng mga worship services. But really, so that we may become part of the people of God who are eager to do good. Now, let's try to understand yung mga dahilan why we should actually seriously consider, no? Kung tayo ba ay nasa ministry ngayon, well, praise the Lord. Um, we should continue to do so. Kung wala naman, then we should really examine ourselves. No, based dito sa ating pag-uusapan. Ano ba ano ano ba yung mga dahilan? Well, first of all, lahat kasi tayo, everyone is actually gifted to serve the Lord. Malinaw na sinasabi sa verse 7, but to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. Now, what Paul is talking about yung grace dito, is not the grace uh, for our salvation, you know? It's not the grace para, you know, uh, yung uh, biyaya ng Panginoon na uh, tinitignan niya tayo with mercy and compassion. No, it's referring to the grace to do something, no? The grace to be able to fulfill God's purpose and will sa mundong ito, sa buhay natin. Just like the Apostle Paul. Binigyan siya ng grace of God. He, you know, nakita na natin yun in the previous passages. Binigyan siya ng grace, sabi niya, according to God's grace, you know, he's now fulfilling yung purpose ni Lord sa buhay niya. But sabi niya, verse 7, but to each one of us, so malinaw na bawat isa sa atin, has been given, you know, this the, the grace of God to do something as Christ apportioned it. In other words, si Lord ang nag-decide nag, nag kung anong kakayanan o abilidad meron tayo o magkakaroon tayo. Again, in verse 8, sabi niya, this is why it says, When he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. Now, that's an adoption of a verse in the Psalms. Pero Paul is using it, you know, yung concept, you know, this time to, to emphasize yung idea na bawat isa sa atin, as part of the saving grace of God, ay binigyan ng Panginoon ng kapasidad. Kakayanan. Wala exception yan. Lahat tayo meron. We may call it uh, ability or talent or, you know, knowledge, whatever it is, no? Everything is, every good and perfect gift kasi comes from the Lord, no? Of course, merong misa mga distinctions like, halimbawa, mga spiritual gifts. And you may have heard uh, teachings about that, you know? And of course, that's included. Pero lahat ng kaya nating magawa no ay binigay sa atin ng Panginoon yan for a reason now of course yung ibang mga bagay na kaya natin magawa baka hindi pa natin na-discover uh, maybe because of our past o yung mga 
you know, relationships natin. We have come to believe na wala tayong kwenta, wala tayong magagawa. But this is not true. The Bible clearly says, you know, and we, if we read it, you know, with sincerity of heart, nakalagay pa, but to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. Again, verse 8, this is why it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. Now, of course, men, of course, doesn't mean alalaki lang, no? But to everyone. So this means that every believer in the Lord ay merong kakayanan o abilidad to do something na that would add value, that is beneficial sa mundong ito bilang representative of God. And you know, we have to understand this very, very carefully kasi ano yan, stewardship issue yan eh. Pinagkatiwalaan ka ng Panginoon ng kakayanan kasi gusto niya na i-develop mo yun, i-discover mo siyempre, tapos i-develop mo, i-nurture mo, at gamitin mo to serve others, to do good, to represent God in the world. Kasi maraming needs eh, di ba? And that's why He raises up different Christians for different reasons, you know? May purpose si Lord, even as a, even sa churches, no? Iba-iba ang mga church. May mga churches na nakaka-reach out sa mayayaman. May mga churches na nakaka-reach out sa mayihirap. Or may mga churches na nakaka-reach out sa middle class. Hindi yan pare-pareho because God desires, you know, for people to experience uh, the saving grace of God, no? Uh, sa buhay nila. And that's why tayo po bilang mga mananampalataya. So think carefully about our situation. Again, if you are already serving the Lord, then praise God for that. Ituloy mo yan and continue to discover kung ano ba yung kakayanan na ibinigay sa iyo ng Panginoon. You usually start with siguro kung ano yung alam mo. Okay? And I remember when I was young as a believer, Sempre ang alam ko lang noon at that time was to play guitar. So I was in the praise team, yun ang ministry ko nung una. And uh, I enjoyed it of course. And I never really thought na I could be a preacher someday. Malayo sa isip ko yun. No? Hindi ako, ako nangangarap maging uh, preacher. And uh, of course, I looked up to those who could preach the word of God. Especially yung pastor ko noon, nung ako'y uh, bata pa sa Panginoon. I admired him and... Uh, but I never thought now, well, you know, someday I will also preach the Word of God. Pero, you know, eventually, by the grace of God, I discovered na binigyan niya ako ng ganong kakayanan. And so I began to use it, and God uh, also began to bless it and use me uh, in the area of communicating the Word of God. So it became clear to me over time na yun ang purpose ko sa buhay. Now, hindi naman tayo lahat tinawag ni Lord para maging preacher o pastor. Pero definitely, according to the Word of God, lahat tayo merong magagawa at dapat gawin. Hindi, you know, naalala ko nga, merong uh, ano bang lugar yun, I think, sa Subic yata, you know, somewhere, no? Na may nakita akong sign na nakalagay na bawal ang tamad no? sa lugar na ito. Ewan ko ganun exactly yung quotation, no? Pero I think we should always uh, think, all, ano eh, I mean, we should also consider sa buhay natin bilang mga mananampalataya. Are we serving the Lord? Are we wasting yung mga talents na binigay niya sa atin, yung abilities, yung knowledge? 
are we just keeping it to ourselves or maybe just to our family? O kaya minsan, in a lot of cases, para lang i-advance yung career natin in the world. But we don't use it to honor God and to really fulfill yung desire niya for other people through our gifts and talents. So kung di ka naglilingkod, kapatid, then, you know, isipin mo maigi to. Everyone is given by God some kind of gifting to serve the Lord. Now, secondly, dapat mong gawin yan, dapat tayo mag-serve sa Panginoon because everything is really under the Lordship of Christ. Meaning, you know, uh, hindi siya parang Lord lang ng church. Alright? Hindi siya parang Lord lang sa, <laughs> you know, uh, doon lang sa loob ng four walls of the church. He's the Lord of the whole creation. In fact, ito yung sabi ni Apostle Paul starting in verse 9. Sabi niya, what does he ascended mean? No? Except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions. Now, unfortunately, yung passage na yan uh, is misinterpreted by some to mean uh, Jesus, uh, for whatever reason or in whatever form, nagpunta sa tinatawag na hell, you know, uh, to preach the gospel there. Now, actually, the, the literal text doesn't say that, no? Uh, he descended uh, to, to, to uh, the lower, or that is, earth. In other words, it's all about incarnation. It's all about Jesus, you know, becoming a man here on earth. Walang teaching sa scripture about Jesus going to hell, okay? Uh, so, this verse, um, I won't go into too much detail, pero basically, although may mga possibilities pa na iba, you know, like he, he, he can refer to, you know, uh, the giving of the Holy Spirit and so forth, pero the most likely uh, interpretation, I believe, no, is that this refers to the incarnation o naging tao si Jesus. Pero the main emphasis of the verse is in verse 10. Sabi niya, He who descended is the very one, okay, who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. That's really the main thing na emphasize ni Paul. You know, uh, in order to to highlight yung binanggit niya sa verse 8, no? yung he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. In other words, yung ascension ni Jesus uh, gave him the authority and the lordship over all creation, over the entire universe. Now, what does that mean? It means, uh, you know, na walang area or arena where the Lord doesn't desire uh, one or more of his representatives, you know, his people, to be there to honor him, to glorify him, and to, you know, represent him. Walang arena. Whether government yan, or media arts, you know, yung mga sinasabi ng mga taong, the seven mountains, you know, education, uh, military, kung ano mga area ng buhay yan. Uh, the Lord, you know, is Lord of all. Kaya hindi natin pwedeng sabihin na, well, you know, hindi naman ako marunong mag-preach eh. Well, Jesus is not just Lord of the church in the four walls of that building. He is Lord of all. Meaning to say na He wants to be Lord of uh, your marketplace, your office. He wants to be Lord in your school, if you're a teacher, kunyari. 
He is Lord of all. Eh? Now, what does that mean? He means, well, first of all, it doesn't mean na lahat ng ginagawa natin is automatically ministry. Kasi there are some people who actually say, well, yung trabaho ko, yun ang ministry ko eh. Well, that could be true. Pero ministry is always described in the scriptures as referring to the purpose of God and specifically to the gospel. Meaning to say na hindi lang kahit anong bagay ginagawa mo uh, is ministry unless it, it somehow relates to the redeeming work of God you know, uh, in the world and it specifically it brings about the truth of the gospel either you know uh through your works or what you're doing or what you're saying you know people are eventually or somehow led to the saving knowledge of God through faith in Jesus so in other words uh kahit anong bagay naman na ginagawa natin can be a ministry that's true if we connect it of course to the redeeming purpose of God in the world that is he wants all men to be saved so, sa madaling salita, uh, you know, I'm not saying na, bawa, kung ikaw ay engineer or teacher, na wala ka nang ginawa, kundi, you know, to share the gospel. But, what I'm saying is that, that is the platform in which, by what you're doing, you represent the goodness and character of God, and you exemplify the beauty of the gospel in your own life, habang ginagawa mo, whatever it is na ginagawa mo, alright? Uh, if you are an engineer, a doctor, Whatever profession that is, it becomes the platform in which you represent the kindness and goodness and mercy of God and you attract people to the gospel. No? Uh, and so somehow, simply by your words and deeds, you know, Christ is represented dun sa arena na yun. So really, ang ibig sabihin ito, when we say that uh, every Christian should be in ministry, is that walang, walang lugar na that you cannot represent God. In fact, kung saan ka man naroon, uh, you know, if you are um, in the military, the police, in business, somebody should represent him there. No? I was just talking to someone, uh, you know, uh, I think it was yesterday, I think it was yesterday, yes, no? I was talking to that person and he was telling me na may burden siya sa mga athletes. And so he decided, no, so uh, uh, I asked him why nga pala, and he said because his son is involved in sports and he wanted to connect with his son. Of course, he wanted to disciple his son. Pero na-realize niya, nung pinanonood niya yung anak niya na naglalaro ng game, na-realize niya that there are many athletes who do not know the Lord. And so he chose to be involved, you know, sa athletics ng kanyang anak while at the same time, you know, he would share the gospel with the other athletes and form small groups doon so that, you know, he can also talk about the Lord, not just about athletics, not just about sports. So, in-incorporate niya yun doon sa kanyang ginagawa, you know, na basically he just wanted to support his son. Pero eventually, he saw God's grace na nilagay siya doon for a reason. Sa madaling seta, as I have been saying, you know, uh, walang lugar kung saan He is not Lord. He is Lord of all. And therefore, He should be represented. Kahit na sa gobyerno, in fact, some people are asking, should Christians be involved in politics? 
Definitely, yes, of course. We should be involved in politics. Ang tanong lang is how, you know, or in what way. Some people are given uh, the grace, uh, you know, by God to somehow serve in government, no? So, kung minigyan ka ng grace ni Lord, maging mayor, then go ahead. Okay? Not everybody could be like that, di ba? Hindi lahat ng tao kaya natin i-handle yung pressures in the political arena. Pero some people can do that. God has given them the grace to do that. And if so, you know, I, I do believe na maganda. If there is a Christian who is serving as a mayor or congressman or whatever. Kasi every arena of life is under the Lordship of Christ. Yun yung sinasabi ni Paul sa so verse 10. He was descended, you know, or he, si Jesus, who was incarnated as a human being, is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens, you know. In order to uh, fulfill the, in order to fill pala the whole universe. So, yan ang pangalawang dahilan. So, una, everyone is gifted to serve. And then secondly, everything is under the Lordship of Christ. And the third reason, bakit dapat tayo maglingkod sa Panginoon, is because every type of ministry is needed. No? Ito yung ibig niya sabihin sa verse 11 hanggang 13. Sabi niya ganito, it was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. So he's giving a, you know, a, just a list of uh, four types of sabihin natin, mga tao who are really, uh, you know, called to teach the word of God. So these are the apostles, mga prophets, mga evangelists, at yung pangapat na kategorya, pastors and teachers, you know, in other words, these are just, this is just one type of person. Pastors and teachers, or pastor teachers, minsan tawag sa kanila. Hindi yung pastors and then teachers din. No, but both, you know, pastor, teach, pastors and teachers. Now, the point is, merong mga tao na, merong tinatag na parang special type of discipleship, kusan some people are trained to become teachers of the Word of God. Not everyone. Kasi dalawang klase ng discipleship in the church. One is yung general discipleship which is uh, everybody is called to follow Christ and must serve Him in some kind of ministry. And then meron tinatag na special discipleship wherein some people are trained to become teachers. Now, ang purpose niyan, makikita natin sa verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service. No? So, lahat ng Kristiyano should actually be serving the Lord. Kasi, you know, every type of ministry is needed. Lahat. Hindi lang yung mga binanggit ni Paul sa verse 11. Nandun lang sila, mga teachers of God's word, in order, sabi niya sa verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service. Now, sabi niya, so that, ang, ang pinakakahihinat na niyan, so that the body of Christ may be built up, you know? and then verse 13, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So in general, ang kalooban ng Panginoon is that tayo uh, as a church, habang naglilingkod tayo, we would all be built up, you know. You see, ang reason bakit may mga Kristiyanong hindi nagmamature is because they are not using their gifts and talents and abilities to serve the Lord in some kind of ministry. Ministry is a maturing process. At the same time, it also helps others to mature. That's why sinasabi ni Paul na ang 
desire natin talaga is bilang, you know, when we speak about unity, okay, uh, true Christian unity means everyone should be involved in ministry, okay? True Christian unity means lahat tayo should be involved in ministry. Hindi iilan lang sa atin o konti lang sa atin, no? We should all be involved in ministry. Kasi every type of ministry is needed. Lahat ng klase ng ministry ay kailangan. Amen? Hindi lang yung iilan, hindi lang yung mga pastor lang o mga evangelist lang o mga apostles lang. Lahat ng ministry important, no? Kaya nga sabi sa verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up, no? Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Ito yung goal, that we, we may all be like Christ in the world. Yung sinasabing the fullness of Christ. Ibig sabihin, as a church, each one of us, forming one body, becomes ikanga the fullness of Christ as we serve the Lord. You know, Christ is thereby represented fully sa mundong ito bilang Savior and Lord. So every type of uh, ministry is actually necessary. Amen? Wag natin kalilimutan yan. True Christian unity means everyone should be in ministry. No exception. So if, if you are, you know, listening, remember this, everyone is gifted to serve. Everything is under the Lordship of Christ. And every type of ministry is needed. Kaya wala pong excuse. Lahat po tayong lahat should be in ministry. If you are in ministry right now, tanongin mo sarili mo, is this really uh, the best that uh, I can do right now? Uh, maybe, yes, you know, based on ministry uh, situation in life mo, could be. Pero don't underestimate the grace of God. In fact, uh, nalulukot ako pag nakakita ako ng mga tao who are re really doing a lot, you know, sa mundong ito and they are successful and their gifts are being used in their career. Pero when it comes to ministry, they just do something minimal, you know, yung halos, you know, <laughs> kumbaga, parang, uh, nangyari, doktor ka, example. Uh, pero in terms of serving the Lord, or you're willing to do siguro is to be an usher. There's nothing wrong with being an usher, of course. Um, pero you're a doctor, kunyari, or an attorney, or somebody you know, with special gifts. Now, the question that we need to ask is, yung, pinaga, yung ginagawa ba natin, yun lang ba talaga ang, yung, yung ba dahilan, ba't binigyan tayo ni Lord ng gifts and talents like what we have? And so I'm not, I'm not laying a guilt trip sa bawat isa, but I'm saying na, always uh, ask the Lord, Lord, uh, why did you give me these gifts and abilities and talents and how can I use it to the glory of God? Amen? Now, for those naman uh, who are not involved in ministry, then let me ask you, para saan yung mga abilities and talents na meron ka? I think it's a lot, para saan yung buhay mo sa mundong ito? We are not called by God to simply consume, no? Listen to endless sermons. 
or even itong devotional na to can be a useless thing for you if you if this is not resulting in some kind of ministry na dapat na ginagawa mo and i'm not i'm not saying lang that's a church you know it could be in the church of course but it could be outside the four walls of the church because the whole world is under christ i mean christ is lord of all and he he wants his people to to represent him wherever they are so I hope that this would really be something that we would consider very carefully and seriously, mga kapatid, because this is the will of God for us. Again, true Christian unity means everyone should be in ministry. Let us all pray. Lord, maraming salamat po for speaking and reminding us, Panginoon, na tinawag mo kami to serve you, Lord, in whatever form or capacity. I pray for everyone na naglilingkod na right now sa ministry. I pray that they would continue to do so and that they would continue to explore kung ano pa yung pinagagawa mo sa kanila. Maybe something even more specific, Lord. At the same time, Lord, I pray for all those na wala pa sa ministry. Either because maybe they don't feel confident enough o kaya in some cases, Panginoon, talagang ayaw nila. I pray. That all of us, Lord, would represent you, Lord God, in this world and fulfill your purpose, why you created us, why you continue to make us live and be alive sa mundong ito at sa panahong ito. Help us to use our time well to serve you and honor you, Panginoon. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.